0: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe.
1: Hi, I'm Chris Penwell from ActiveQuest.
0: And I'm Joseph Yadin.
1: We are a video game podcast that takes a deep dive into the news, covering the latest gaming trends and stories pertaining to the industry. We
0: also do our best to cover the most recent games and like to have an ongoing discussion with the audience.
1: You can contact us on Twitter at ActiveQuestShow, Or via email at activequestpodcast at gmail.com. Please leave us a review on iTunes if you like what you hear. You can also find us on Stitcher, TuneIn, Spotify, and Google Play. We appreciate you listening, everyone. And now, on to the show.
2: This show is part of the Retrozap.com podcast network.
1: Did you know that cast is on Patreon? Well, now you do. So go check out patreon.com artcast for ways to help out the show and get some sweet perks in return. It could be something small, such as our $1 tier to show your support, or you could join one of our higher tiers to get a shout out, pick an episode topic, or even be a part of the show as a special guest. Even just sharing our show to your friends goes a long way. So once again, that's patreon.com artcast Thanks for helping us, and keep it retro. Hey folks, welcome to this special ARG Podcast mini-episode number 30. I am Robert, the DCD Workman. Uh, David and Candace couldn't join me for helping out this episode because mainly it was revolving around my trip to Seattle where I got to check out a Contra Rogue Corp live event. That was being co-hosted by Twitch. as a stream to help celebrate the game's release this week, and I had a chance to sit down and talk to a few people about the game. Uh, first off, let's go ahead and highlight the interview I got with Nobuya Nakazato. He is a producer that works for Konami Computer Entertainment in Tokyo. He's worked on a number of games over the years, including Rocket Knight Adventures, Contra Hardcore, Contra 3 The Alien Wars, he even worked in Laser Invasion. I mean, that's, that's what a veteran he is. Uh, he is the producer of Contra Rogue Corp, and I had a chance to speak with him about the history of the franchise, the direction he wanted to take with this game. So, without further ado, let's go ahead and get to that interview. Take it away, Nakazato-san! Hey guys, Robert here. I am at the uh, Seattle event for Contra Rogue, 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 Rogue Corp. I can't speak for, today for some reason, but uh, we just checked out the game hands-on, and I'm sitting here with.
3: Nakazato. My name is Nobuya Nakazato.
1: Great. And you're you're the director behind the game, or...? Uh, producer. Producer, game. Oh, yeah. Of course, um, a lot of people are familiar with your work in the past and everything, but this seems like a change of pace. It seems like it, you're going for more of like a, a traditional action game this time around. Um, how did the idea come about to just make
3: Rogue Corp as crazy as it is? I mean, how did that come about? Yeah. So back in the days, those games were basically you were playing all together, but watching the same screen, looking at the same screen. So uh, there was limitations what you could do. While now with the internet, everybody has his own screen, so you can add like more dynamic angles, more like cinematic uh, movements that it helped us to include more craziness into the game.
1: Yeah, and that's why you went with the approach for 3D. Do you think no. that would have been a lot easier to manage than, say, like a 2D game with four players? Yeah,
3: you're right. Um, it would have been like more chaotic if it was in 2D. That's why we came in 3D. And back in the days, we had like, technological limitations that uh, made that we had like one screen being 2D side screen. The other would be like two uh, top-down views and we had to switch between those two, but now with the technology improving, we can have like seamless transitions between two, like actual top-down and more 2D uh, views.
1: Yeah, definitely. some people in the past were skeptical about if Contra could work in 3D, but this definitely looks like it embraces it and really makes use
3: of the space and, and the gameplay. I mean, it, it is a great approach. People who haven't played the game yet may think that this is not a proper Contra game because of this Uh, change of look Mm -hmm. but when you actually play it when you experience it you will see that the core of contrast which is having fun together and being easy to control is definitely there Mm -hmm.
1: because that's one thing i noticed like some early feedback on the demo that came out for rogue corp was like wait this is it it's just one guy and everything like that it doesn't show off the co-op side it doesn't show off the versus multiplayer it doesn't show off the weapon like there's so much more for the player to discover outside of what the demo
3: Yeah, you're right. Uh, There is a lot that wasn't in that demo and we hope that people will pick the game up and and try those uh, online features on Couch co op online
1: co-op. And versus multiplayer, too. Mm -hmm.
3: Yeah. Um, Another thing I noticed there
1: is with the story, it does tie in with the Contra legacy, but it introduces all new characters, including the most angriest panda I've ever seen. (laughs) Um, How did you guys come up with with creating these new dynamic characters in the Contra world? Mm -hmm. Team,
3: hero... Yeah, this game this time is up to four players, so we, we wanted to do something more like a team movie. Mm-hmm. So um Naka-san was influenced by the A-Team, where, uh, just like in Contra Rock 4, you have four strong characters mm-hmm. that are different from each other and they fight each other, but somehow they become a team and kind of work out together. Uh, so this is what we wanted to do. And in Contra you have the muscular guy being, obviously, uh, Uh, Must have for the game. So Mm -hmm. uh, we were wondering what kind of character would fit uh, revolving around that guy. This is how we came up with those other three characters. That's great. And
1: then um, I like the approach that's also being done with being able to like evolve your weaponry and and, you know, like going to the shop and unlocking new weapons. Suddenly a change of pace from just you know, having to rely on luck to get the spread gun or get the fireball gun. Definitely shows a little layer of customization we're not used to in the contract
3: games. Yeah, the goal is like if you're playing online, uh, if it's just like the, uh, like the your contract, everybody would end up with the same guns. But with this one, since you can highly customize each of them, you would end up. Some everybody would have a different uh, weapon, so you would end up with something that you never saw before. Uh, and you be wondering how your partner um, found this weapon, so that's very exciting, I think.
1: And it really opens up the opportunity to, like, lay out the weapons you want. Like, I heard somebody somebody told me there was a shark gun
3: in the game, which right. I am dying to right. find. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, actually, that's one of the core parts of the game, the number of weapons you can get. Uh, so you just mentioned the... Uh, the shotgun, we also have a dragon gun, which is, mm. as the name says, a gun that shoots dragons. Nice! Try to imagine <laughs> that. And uh, yeah, so we, we we try to add as as much weapons as we could, so uh, you have hundreds, hundreds and hundreds of different weapons mm. that you can all customize and make your own. Mm. Now this
1: seems to be the year for Contra. Along with Rogue Court coming out this Tuesday, we recently saw the release of Contra Anniversary Collection which celebrates some of the most iconic titles in the series history. I mean, how does that
3: feel to see all these good vibes coming back from the Contra series? Yeah, it's an honor to see uh, that Contra are still around and, and uh, how much love uh, they put into those games. So uh, it's a big an honor. And and, um, and this year actually celebrates the 32nd anniversary of Contra. So we are kind of two years late, but I uh, really hope that people will celebrate uh, the Contra franchise with us this year. I mean, they get a little bit of a taste in the
1: past, and then they get a little taste of the future. They get it all in one shot and everything. Yeah. And finally, is there like any particular Contra game that you always go back to as a go-to, or is it
3: Alien Wars, or something else? Alien Wars, yeah. So of course, the Alien Wars, but so uh, hardcore because you can, you know, choose your path to uh, the game, and uh, that's the game I love. Yeah. Awesome.
1: Well, thank you for taking time to talk to us. We are looking forward to Rogue Court when it drops this Tuesday for consoles. We are looking forward. to it. Thank you so much. Thank, thank you, you very much.
3: Guys.
1: And we're back. Uh, very great talking with that guy and really getting to realize that he liked hardcore more than he liked Contra three. That's, that's pretty rad. But, uh, he wasn't the only one that we spoke to at the event. Uh, my boy, Tony Polanco over there at the coalition was able to go because, uh, look, obviously he's friends with Amelia Lopez, Uh, who is also part of the Coalition over there, the Throwdown, if you will. Uh, He worked on the game as an artist. So we've had them on the show in the past a number of times. We even talked to Emilio at E3 during an episode earlier this year. But I decided to sit down and talk with him about the game because we all had a chance to play it. We checked out the PvP. We checked out a lot of the single-player campaign, got to learn a little bit more about the four-player co-op that's included. Let's go ahead and get to the uh, mini-episode I recorded with Tony and Emilio the night after the event. So take it away, guys. Uh, hey everybody, what's going on? Uh, it's me, Robert, the DCD workman from the Art Podcast, and uh, what the hell? we're here at the uh, Seattle. Uh, it's past midnight. <laughs> we we hang out, hung out for a bit downtown and everything, and now we're uh, summing up the Contra Rope Corp event, and uh, well, i decided to team up with my buddies over there at the Throwdown. Uh, first off, it's my boy, Tony Polanco. What's going on, people? What's going on? And of course, we have Manny here as well, since he worked on the game. He yeah. was doing the artist thing. What's up, Manny? What's up?
2: How's it doing, guys?
1: Good, so yeah, we're kind of just doing like this joint thing, uh ARC podcast and uh, Drawdown. David is not here, sadly. David is probably asleep in Boston by the time this <laughs> happened. Boston,
0: that lazy Bastin. bastard. That lazy bastard.
1: But uh, no, we are of course uh, talking about Contra Road Corp. Um, Konami was kind enough to like fly myself and Tony, in. and of course, you know, since uh, Manny's on the team, he's already in already. But it was a Mister Emilio Lopez. Well, I'm sorry, I call him Manny. Yeah. Call him Emilio that's how Lager. we know. Him,
0: but all, like, all, all, my yeah. <laughs> all
2: my friends call me Emilio. Well, okay, man. But, oh, main, main, you yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah oh, professionally,
0: Emilio, friends, man. Oh, main. Yeah. Do, you, you
1: want me to call you something?
2: Give me a minute. Just like, <laughs> you, you know, well, you could call me Rain, and you could call me Jay. Gen- <laughs> I'm calling you assholes. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> um, so,
1: getting back to why we're recording. Yes. Right? <laughs>
2: uh,
1: so, Contra World Corp, we were able to check it out a few days early. You know, they gave us copies of the game for review. They, you know, they let us play a few hours worth and everything. And of course, going into the event, like feedback on this game. Bless <laughs> you. Uh, feedback in this game has mm-hmm. been somewhat mixed. You know, people play the demo and they be like, oh, well, the demo's too short, oh, the graphics suck, you know, and they really just go in and they don't really see what the game is about. This event showed both journalists and, and streamers, you know, it's more than that. You know, you have, like, multiple characters, you have, like, weapons that you can, like, modify and upgrade. They have a fucking shark gun. I was like, <laughs> I, I need, and a dragon gun that shoots dragons, apparently, which is like, Yeah. And then on top of that, you know, they showed a PvP multiplayer, which is like, well, we'll get into that. And then, like, four player co op. So today was really about just seeing what the game is about and kind of getting the word out there. It's like, hey, you know, this may be your typical Contra, but I kind of like the twist it provided. I mean, Tony, let's start with you. Like, first impressions upon playing the game.
0: Yeah, like, when I first played it, like, it threw me off a little bit because I'm like, okay, so I'm going in there thinking it's Contra, right? Right. It don't play like Contra. This is completely different. So what I'm going to say to people is, like, if you go in there wanting and expecting a Contra experience, you're going to be very disappointed. Mm -hmm. This is not Contra. But if you go in there wanting a really cool twin six shooter, you're going to have a blast. Yeah. There's so many weapons. Like, the style is so over-the-top and ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Customization, like, level variety. Yeah. Like, I, had, I had, like, I, again, I only played a little bit of it. Uh, Robert and I played a little bit of it, but I had a lot of fun with the single player and the uh, the PvP.
1: Now, I mean, I do think of it as a country game because it does tie in with the legacy. If you paid it a little closer in a century to the story, it does feature your Bill and Lance. I mean, like, you know, Manny, or whatever. <laughs> Ray. Uh, just Ray. Like, uh, I don't know, man, but... I mean, you worked on that digital comic Mm era. and it told the story of, like, how Bill and Lance were involved and how Mm -hmm. you got these Rogue Corp guys coming in. Yeah. Including a fucking killer panda. Yes. Mm -hmm. Named, like, Hungry Beast. That's Hungry Beast. Name. That's right. I forgot the name, for it. <laughs> but but I mean, like when you were working on the story, and well, you didn't work on the story, but when you were working on like the digital comic, you know, mm-hmm. you needed to frame all this stuff with like the classic stuff, but by the same token, also like these new characters.
2: Yeah, it was uh, it was like about kind of a you know t- at least the you know at least the first cinematic was about sort of tying in the the classic Contra stuff and what and how this game fits into that whole thing. We also have like three different. Um, Three little vignette things that are going to be go- going online. Actually, the first one released maybe two days ago, mm-hmm. uh, and which shows Bill and Lance, and you know what, you know where their connections and stuff with the with the with the new game are, and the the two other ones that are coming up are going to you know, I think they're coming closer to to maybe leading up to launch like maybe Monday or mm-hmm. you know, something like I don't so know by
1: the that time happens. this episodes out all three vignettes should be yeah they available. should and, all be out, out. and they, they, they should provide a little background of why I'm playing as a as a panda or this' hey, game well, not you know,
2: Well, not, not the panda but you will get the, the game actually goes into detail on how hungry beast comes to right. the thing. Mm-hmm. but it uh this one and just these vignettes kind of bridge the gap of you know the last Contra games and the, you know when this new one
1: so um, when when Tony's all like you know like well okay this is not really a Contra game it plays differently I
2: should say yeah mechanically
1: speaking, yeah, yeah. what let's talk about it like this because like I was talking to Alex about it and one thing that popped to mind is Castlevania Lords of Shadow yeah uh, completely different from other Castlevania games but still somehow tied into the legacy I like to think Contra Rogue Corp is kind of on that level yeah you know it's a game that ties in with the overall legacy but it plays completely different from what you'd expect I like to think of that comparison there because they offers different features. It offers a different perspective, a different developer. Yeah. You know, I think that's kind of how I would tie it in. Because it's Contra, but it's not Contra. You know, it's safe to say.
0: Yeah, like, I, I just want to say like um, the skin of it is Contra. It's yeah. very much a Contra game visually. Just mechanically, don't expect the
1: same yeah. type of stuff. But it's probably the most capable three D contra compared to the. Oh yeah, that, goes, that goes without saying. Yeah. even though we said it, yeah, yeah, yeah. For so sure. I mean, then that's going to bring us into like some of the features that I think make it stand out. Like first off, four player co op. When you take a look at the four player co op, the three D design does make sense. Uh, because, you know, if you try to cram that shit into a 2D shooter, you're going to have some, like, hive jump. It's going to be confusing as fuck to find your characters yeah. and everything like that. With 3D, you have more, like, room to run around. You have more of that. I mean, like, you know, Manny, you, you've been playing, like, a lot of sessions for, for some time. Do you think that's accurate with the 3D and the co-op fitting hand-in-hand?
2: Uh well the f- funny thing is I actually haven't played the game Oh I thought you did. You no, know, I played it at E three. Oh, the three E three is like E three <laughs> like the E three yeah, I think you e- and I played more yeah, of the game. You played well, more you actually man? guys got to play uh, more of the game than I did like the well, but, like the stuff I played at E3 was just mostly like the like the story mode and mm-hmm. the stuff. I actually haven't played any of. Oh wow! TV. Well, I
1: mean, well, based on what you've seen from like today's live stream, would you say that's a proper like a proper statement in regards to them doing 3D and the co-op thing?
2: Oh yeah, definitely. Like you know, to kind of you know get be able to get more people. You know, again, like like even what's been said on the the, the show it's like Nakazato kind of wanted to make this sort of right. fun sort of game, uh, and you know, uh, I think he that was more of the, the concentration on like. Even, like, with, with the story, like, he had, like, a light, um, you know, sort of a, you know, plot, you know, that, you know, sort yeah. of connected things and things, you know, things that he wanted us to hit, but a lot of it was just, like, him, he was mostly concentrating on actually the, the main sort of game and just right. making something fun and cool, you know.
1: Well, as someone who's played it, Tony. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know, man, because you're on the team. How do I know when you? That's work? like a I misconception.
2: What, what, yeah. Yeah, yeah, because like the thing is that, like, especially with the motion comics stuff, it's like we're not in Japan. We're not. We're in. You know, we're right. here. We're, you know, where we're, we're, we're. Doing that stuff, so a lot of that, all of our stuff is mostly visual stuff. Oh, okay. We get we get like all the assets and stuff to work off of and stuff like that, but and we get little bits of gameplay to, to kind of to, to help us, you know, work it into the thing. But yeah, like we didn't really get to like I was like there, literally me and another guy from the team. You know, from the motion comic team, were the only people who actually got to play a little bit of it who pl- worked on the motion comic. Oh, wow, okay, so yeah. and that was at E3. All right,
1: so uh, Tony, do you think my assessment is correct? Do you think like something this would have been too chaotic with two D? Do you think three D is the right approach with the four player? Yeah, co-op? it's
0: kind of interesting because I didn't get to play the call myself, yeah. but from what I heard from people there, they said it was too chaotic even with three D. Yeah, but and, and I can understand because the environments we very kind of small, you know. But at the same time, I do agree with you. If it was like four people running around on a two D plane, it that been... would have been a mess too. So I think this was probably, even though I heard that it was kind of chaotic too, it's probably the best solution. You oh know? yeah,
1: not not to mention like the boss battles are more interesting that way compared to like you. Everybody yeah. shoot up, you know. Yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah, we're gonna talk
0: about the boss battles. I got yeah. I got a little grievance with well, those.
2: What's up, everybody? My name's Garrett Morlang. Hey, everybody. I'm JJ Prudom. And we are the Super Gamer Boys. And we are the preeminent video game podcast in the entire world. We're trying to take over the world with all of our comedy, with news and whatnot. And we are so excited to be members of the HP Video Game Podcast Network. Yes, we bring you uh, all the news you want to know every week. We bring you movie reviews, game reviews, uh, and all the goofs you want to hear. So come check us out every Wednesday on your favorite podcast service.
1: Yeah, I mean, we'll we'll talk about the boss battles here in a minute, but there is one other feature that I think was interesting, and that's kind of introducing, contrary to like an eSports multiplayer sort of thing, and that's PvP. And what it is, it's not like, you know, shoot one team with the other team. It's essentially... Like, almost Rocket League kind of rules, but with bugs. Like, bugs show up in this, in this field in the middle of the thing, and you have to shoot them into these grinders that act as your goals. I actually found this mode kind of neat. I mean, it's you know you don't expect, like, competitive multiplayer. Yeah. Unless you're, like, fucking fighting for the spread gun, maybe. Uh, that's definitely yes. competitive. But I like this mode. I played it, like, a couple of times. You know, the first time we got our asses kicked. Yeah, we played together. I yeah. played hard, you know. But it was just... I like the approach that they're taking with multiplayer, and I'm kind of wondering why that wasn't included with the demo. Because yeah. the demo was way shorthanded. It did not show off all the features. I think if they included some sort of like multiplayer beta or test mode where you could see what it was about, it probably wouldn't been better.
0: Yeah, I think they really should have, liked, maybe not the spotlight, but they should have shown that in yeah. even initial trailers. Because... The way I see it, the the PvP stuff—that's gonna be the selling point of this mm-hmm. game for a lot of people. Like the, the stuff we were playing, it was kind of like Rocket League, movie Contra. Yeah. You know, so like well, I don't understand why even for us, like the first thing they showed us was the single player. I'm like, this is cool, but like this is like the thing yeah. that really like stands out.
1: And I think that's why they got like a bunch of Twitch involved yeah. because they do like the competitive side of things. And I I really like the novel touches that they added to it. Mean, like, would you have expected competitive? Contra aside from fighting for the spread gun you know or something like that well what's your take on that with the addition of multiplayer to a franchise that's normally known for like either co-op or single player
2: I mean I definitely think that like again I was like with with it was for for that uh, like Contra's kind of always been about like sort of like you know, two players and stuff like that. And I definitely feel like it's just like the next evolution, like adding extra characters and stuff like that to, you know, to play along, you know, you play all at once. Yeah. And I like the idea where it's like, it doesn't matter where you want to play together, you can play together online or you can have all four of your buds just yeah, sitting on the local on a, on a, thing. Yeah. the local thing. Yeah,
1: and so, yeah, I, I think that was a, a big part of it. Now, there is there are a couple things that dragged me. And first thing is the boss battles. Um, you know, there were there were like first they were like a little bit easy and everything like that, and then this other one like you had. I didn't know yet name for a battle spot. You think I'd know that? Yeah. But I mean, I just remember. Well, we were playing in single player. I think the way that the boss battles work is like more encouraged if you have friends helping you out. That seems to be the way it's built. But I'm just trying to figure out like, do you think like the boss battles lasted too long there, Tony?
0: Yeah, I do. Like, I think when you're playing single player, they probably should have change the the energy around yeah, so like yeah. you take more because it, it, the bosses are not they're not hard they're easy yeah so it's more of like a game of attrition where you're just whittling his energy out because the health bar not that it's long it just takes so long you know yeah,
1: they, they are novel boss battles but i agree with i right. like the
0: boss yeah yeah I just, i'm glad you say that i like the actual boss battles the way they're set up really inventive they just take too long if you're playing by yourself and i'm thinking like just like you said if you play with four people it would be a little bit more manageable you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. cuz you can constantly keep laying down um, um like, you know, attacks on it, you know.
2: Yeah. Also there's there's a bit of an upgrade system for your weapons. So yeah, we're going to get that, into that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Cuz I was so maybe that also gun. I mean, this is I don't know anything about this, but yeah. maybe that also may have to do with how difficult or how long the boss Yeah, is I right try now. to mess
0: with that um, mm-hmm. cuz you know, every time you beat a level, you go to like kind of the hub world, right? Where you can upgrade stuff, mm-hmm. and I tried to mess with some of that, but it didn't really give me any options, so well, maybe he's right about that. I
1: think you have to go in depth like like the more missions you complete, the more things open up in the workshop and the, yeah. the, the more you have access to, I mean that is one cool thing I like about Contra is like you know the default character a couple of default characters threw me off because they have this laser and the laser is not as effective as like a good old-fashioned machine gun yes. like Hungry Beast had so I mean the cool thing is you could swap these out you can like develop a shotgun you can develop like we saw like some of the hints of it in the versus multiplayer like oh, oh I can fire missiles now this is fucking great you know and I th- I like the idea of being able to mix up your loadout and seeing what kind of effect it has on the way you play compared to like you know just picking up something that comes in this little
3: yeah
1: thing in the sky you know I I kind of like that approach um like I said I didn't see all the options on the table but I I mean there's potential there for like really mixing up your loadouts which I really yeah like
0: for sure cool. yeah again I wish I would have been able to play with it more because I can see it goes pretty in depth so maybe that'll make the Crazy boss battles more manageable when you 're playing by yourself, you know yeah.
1: but I mean the the thing I really want to look at here is like you know like three years ago, with Konami focusing more on their gambling machines and everything like that, hmm. a contract game probably wouldn 't have been so easily foreseeable. You know, but now it seems like they're they're trying to get gamers back. You know, we've seen the anniversary collections, we've seen yes. like, the Castlevania mobile game. Even though it's mobile, it actually looks pretty good. And now we got Contra Rogue Corp. They're they're pushing Contra back into the limelight. I mean, are we seeing like, can kind we of, kind of like wake up and realize who their audience is, or, or what's your take on that? Tim?
0: Yeah, like I, you know, and it, I'm not gonna name any names, but when we went to dinner, I told them like I would love it if you guys did what Capcom's currently doing they're bringing back the old stuff the, the stuff that people love right. but in in for brand new audiences mm-hmm. you know so I think I, I can't speak for Konami obviously, right, but,
1: obviously but I am just...
0: getting that hint that they're trying to wing back our graces which yeah. I would love because those anniversary collections were fantastic like, and Rokor even though it's different it's a lot of fun yeah. so I think they're definitely going in the right direction
1: yeah I mean you do, I know you're, you're kind of working with Konami on that but do you think we got the, like, the right idea in there in regards to like them trying to win back gamers' good graces. I
2: think I think it's a couple of different things. Uh, you know, uh, I think it might be the fact that you know, mobile development and actual you know, game development for current consoles is very you know, the costs are very similar. Mm-hmm. So it's like okay, and then like, I think it's you know, they made a lot of it seems like they made a lot of money doing the mobile stuff. So it's like okay, well we can I think we can do this sort of stuff now again too. Because uh, when I guess once once they did all that stuff, where they kind of pulled everything back, they kind of were able to sort of save themselves almost, mm-hmm. from, you know, from the big generation. But you know, I, this is just all weird, funky speculation. I don't, uh, right. I don't know much about what's going. on Yeah, we don't know what's yeah, going, going on with don't the front yeah. office or why they did this. I mean, I just see. Yeah, it does seem like that they're they're also seeing maybe that the the legacy does seem to help them, especially with the release of the, the you know, they're doing the Turbo Graphics coming, Yeah, yeah. that's going to be a big, that's going to be nice thing so I feel like they're, they're looking they're looking back at their catalog, even Nakazato said like, when he was you know, when I saw with one of the interviews he's like, he's like, you know when I saw all the, you know, the Nintendo Mini, and then I saw the, you know, saw the big interest in, in our games and all these older old, old games like that's the point when I just said, you know what, maybe maybe it's time to kind of okay p- put something to, to, sure you know you know put something out that, that we could do it. And he he said he wanted to do it for years, like he wanted to make you know a new contra game. but oh, it just That wow. didn't happen. Just the right things didn't happen. And so.
1: I think you know, that was one of the big highlights of the event today, is being able to talk to Macazados and talk to like you know his history with the company mm-hmm. and his direction that he wanted to do with a new contra game and everything like that, and just. Being able to just talk with him and get into his head, mm-hmm. you know, and even find out that he liked Hardcore as his favorite compared to, like, Alien Wars. I'm like, whoa, really? That's awesome. So I'm like, it, it was just so great to, like, get his perspective on so many things. I and mean, we're going to have those interviews. Like, I got an interview and I know that Tony yeah. got his, so you guys can listen for that soon. But I think it was just a trip meeting him and just, you know, talking about, like, Contra again. Again, I don't think this would have been a possibility like a couple of years
0: ago. Yeah, what I really liked about interviewing him was like, and I'm pretty sure you could attest to this, the the passion he has. Like yeah. he is really into it. You could see how happy he was, well, like he bringing is, Contra yeah. back and mm-hmm. seeing people's reactions and stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that was cool, cool. And yeah, I was surprised by that. Like hardcore is his favorite game, uh, you know, like, I The I Genesis game, and, and, you know? And,
1: and you know, like mentioned Rock and Rocket Knight Adventures, he lights up,
2: even he's like he's that's familiar. the game that's one of the games he directed. So. Yeah, I yeah. love it. So
1: he's like, Yeah, boom, you know, it's just so much fun. So I mean, we we played Contra Road Corp. Now, now it's just a matter of Konami, you know, and us obviously Yes. getting the word out and talk about the features and everything like that. And like, and like you said, Tony, it's not a typical Contra game, but I still like to think of it as a Contra game with kind of a new direction. Yeah, and I think that's probably the best way to look at it instead of like a typical Contra game because if you look at it like that, I'd be like, "Well, how do we know this isn't Legacy War again or mm-hmm. see the Contra Adventure?" So I think it's just a matter now, once the game comes out just getting it on the table and pushing that PvP. Yes. Get a league going with some of that. Well, not Overwatch League yeah. material, but, you know. Like, no, but it's
0: definitely stream-friendly, you know? They could yeah. definitely do that. Like, as we saw today, how fun was that watching these guys blasting each other away I in the know, stream, you know? you know? It was awesome.
1: I think so, too. So it's just a matter of them pushing that now and... Realizing the potential of their franchise. I mean, I can't tell you how many times little Alex, you know, Sunset
0: Riders. Like 17 times.
1: <laughs> I'd need to shut up about that. But, uh, I mean, the way it stands is like Rogue Court could use that push and everything like that because I wouldn't mind seeing more chances like this taken. Yeah. You know, I'm, obviously, I don't know if a Sunset Riders will work with it as a twin shooter, but I'd like to see him try. Stuff and bring like one well, of their franchises back. And I guess that brings me to this question here. If you could see one Kena- franchise you'd like to see Konami try again in a fresh new light, what would it be? I'll, I'll start with you, Tony.
0: I'm sorry, I'm going with Castlevania. Of like, I want you. like classic Castlevania back. No, no, not Lords of Shadow. I was not a fan of Lords of Shadow. Wow. Like, I want like hardcore, real Castlevania 2D. Like, that's what I want. Like,
1: ritual and night style level, but yeah, like, yeah. More traditional. But, but
0: even like, like even because everybody talking about Symphony Night I love Symphony Night but I wanted to go back further like Castlevania 3 that's what I want that, I mean, like that type of game with like different characters and stuff mm-hmm. but I would love if they do that and again we got the Castlevania collection I'm like okay yeah. you guys gave us that taste bro Let, let's go full out man
1: yeah see the problem you know? is getting back Garashi. well
0: yeah I was gonna well you know I was gonna I'm glad you said because I'm like okay we already got a blood stain out there yeah. so maybe it could do something where it's kind of like this contra where it's like 2D, 3D type of thing you know mm-hmm. uh, but Castlevania for me for sure there is another franchise but I'm not going to mention that here a certain stealth franchise
1: but we're not going to talk oh, about that oh I know that. what you're talking about <laughs> oh, I'm just going go so to go-, right go hide in my box now I'm sticking with Castlevania I'm going to go hide in my box now Manny what about you
2: uh, let's see like th- th- something to bring back yeah uh... Uh, you know, I'd actually like to see Nakazato uh, take on Rocket Knight Another okay. Rocket Knight Yeah, and,
1: and you know, directly Not like, yeah. like I'll put well, it to another studio Like the 2008 game Yeah, yeah. You know, I would love to see like way forward oh, yeah. step into an HD version Dude, of the that'd original awesome. Rocket Knight That would be yeah. fun as hell Yeah And then me uh, I said Sunset Riders And really <laughs> I'm Probably the last time I'll say it for now, but writers. You know, I mean, I, I was telling you know, like there there are a number of things they could do, like re-release The Simpsons Arcade and X Men Arcade for current consoles, yeah, because mm-hmm. they were really hits on Xbox 360 and PS3. I mean, like how hard is licensing deal? But yeah,
2: it can be like a lot of that stuff can be quite difficult, especially yeah. with the way Marvel is with, with a lot yeah, of stuff, and true. now it's all Disney stuff, and they're got to deal with Disney and that Aww. stuff. So. so
1: I guess if I were to talk about it, I, I, I mean, as much as I wasn't a diehard fan. I mean, our buddy Candace is uh Suikoden. Oh, I would Suikoden, not mean okay. Suikoden. I yeah. can't say <laughs> he can't shit. say none of these I fucking things. I can't say anything this, this, this show. I'm just going to do it. But you know what I'm talking about, Suikoden. Yeah, Suikoden. And I mean, yeah, yeah. A, a new entry in that. Because I mean, with Final Fantasy taken off the way it is with like Square Enix and everything like that, how easy it would be to do like a Suikoden, um collection and then... You know, that would be crazy, A new dude. entry. In yeah. It? I mean, I wouldn't mind Gradius either. Gradius 5 Ooh. cooked. So I'll take a Gradius 5 HD or a Man. Gradius 6, please. I'm good with that, but I mean, mm-hmm. there's just so many directions they can go now, and Contra Rogue Corp is kind of a, an indication that they're starting to care more about their franchises and yes. not slap them on pachinko machines. We're starting, <laughs> to, see, we're starting to see more of, like, devoted game releases, and it's, it's exciting. It really is, because like it I is, said, yeah. you know, like, who would have thought about this years ago, and now we're getting a Contra game, and it's better than the demo that's on.
0: Yeah, I, I do want to say that, and I don't mean to say this in a disparaging way, but right. I had fears about this game when I first yeah. saw. It, I'm like, oh, I don't know about this.
1: Well, the impressions with the demo, people were all yeah. in oh, like, Oh, they ruined everything. Oh, I'm not touching this game. Yeah, like,
0: well, me, I didn't play the demo. Sh- I just saw the E3 show. I'm like, oh, I don't know yeah. about this. But playing it and again, I'm, I'm not saying this just because Konami flew me out here. I'm right. just being honest. Same, you know, same. I had a lot of fun with this game. It really reminded me of like a more fun version of like Dead Nation, or best case scenario. Motherfucking smash TV, Mm, son. That (laughs) That was was so good. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. like especially with the with the PVPs. I'm like, this is some crazy ass smash TV stuff. You know, so I, I'm all for it, man. Like I yeah. think it's going to be a lot of fun. I
1: mean, I wouldn't mind seeing like another project on this level, and of course, using Manny's artwork. Yes, yes. Yeah, I mean, Manny, by the way, yeah, I need to draw. say this.
0: It is such because I've been looking at this guy's art for like over 20 years, right? Mm-hmm. It is such a trip for me playing a video game, seeing his shit plastered everywhere. I'm like, oh, right? I know this. It's I mean, so
1: cool. Man. I thought I, it funny. You were telling me the idea is like I had to interview him professionally, and I'm yeah. like this is the man I hang out with, and we talk like every week. You know? yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah.
0: The easiest <laughs> transcription ever because whenever. <laughs> he said something that isn't maybe fully formed I know what he's trying yeah. to say you know it's mm-hmm. like there's some other people I've interviewed where I'm like what the hell are they saying yeah. so like, but it was a trip because like normally like when we talk it's like you know I'll, he'll, I'll talk and then like he'll cut me off I'll cut him off But mm-hmm. so this one is like I ask the question and I shut up and I can see he <laughs> stops waiting for me to interject and I'm like
1: yeah but Finish. Uh, <laughs> <and> <laughs> yeah. with, with that in yeah. I, I do want to congratulate man this is this is great you know, yeah, dude, on oh. Tuesday everybody's going to see what this artwork is all. But well they see it in the digital comic but yeah, they'll be able yeah. to see it in game I mean you, you, you must be like thrilled to like see yeah, dude. something like it's, this it,
2: it's, it's funny because like like originally when I took the I was like out, you know, I was really excited I'm, like man we're doing this and then like it's like okay let's get down to work let's get this thing done let's, let's, do, let's do the mm-hmm. best we can and then like I feel like once E3 came along it was just like it really felt like Wow! All right, we're wow. This is this is real. We're we're making big posters and things like that, and and then even the even this thing. It's like a whole like we have, we have this this uh, you know Konami did this partnership with Twitch and all stuff. So they got us all to come down here and all that stuff. I was like wow, and doing interviews with everybody under you know for during the during the little event. That's so that was really cool. So yeah, yeah. Uh, I, yeah, and it's interesting being on the other side of it. Yeah. Because uh, for a while I was doing The media side of it You know yeah. Back in the, Me and Tony Back in the STFU And mm-hmm. play days Yes uh, You know With Torrence Davis Yeah You know We're doing We're going in the thing Sitting there Talking to, You know Talking to people And uh, you know And then being on the opposite side now,
1: yeah. you like, you want to ask me questions about my art? Really?
2: It's <laughs> yeah. crazy. Yeah. I, but,
0: I got to, I got the the honor of punching one of your characters in the face today, like with those
1: mock-ups. Remember, yeah. I was like,
0: with that
2: Kaiser, I was like, Rah. Uh, <laughs> nothing
1: against you. He just, he wanted to punch yeah. <laughs> that was fun. Man. I didn't
2: actually get a, like, get a photo in that uh, in that oh, little. Photo. Yeah, yeah. Robert and I got. I took a couple. I got a couple I a of, couple of photos. beforehand before we got in yeah, there. Yeah. Well,
1: I'm sure they'll give you an opportunity when yeah. the game launches. But that's I'll awesome. Watch. Again, man! Congratulations! Oh, thank you. Is, this thank is you. really cool, and hopefully, one day I can like write a screenplay for like a game. That'd be yeah.
0: nice.
1: probably be like really. Yeah, <laughs> it would be. It would be. Uh, I'll do. A, I'll do a script treatment for Sunset Riders. We'll see what they think. <laughs> Camacho's coming for your ass, you know, something like that. But uh, yeah, then uh, the game drops this Tuesday. Uh, this episode should be up by the time you do it. So uh, check it out: Switch, PS4, Xbox One. Um, definitely a lot deeper than the demo. What's up for? I think the demo just provides a taste of the single player, it doesn't have all the other components, I definitely recommend checking it out, it's only like thirty I'm sure, you know you could check it out somewhere and see what it's all about, I think that's the thing, I mean, go with your gut on this one, don't just go off the impressions of the demo there's a lot more to this game and, and I think it's like one of those rare examples where, you know, something stands out beyond the demo and you actually see, like all this different stuff that's with it
0: yeah, I, I, again, I haven't played a demo, but it sounds like with a lot of other games, like the demo does a disservice. So hmm. don't bother with the demo. Just check out the game because, again, it is really a lot of fun. Like if you want a really fun, crazy, over-the-top twin stick shooter, man, pick yeah. this up, man.
1: It makes me want a 3D Smash TV. Yeah, oh my. <laughs> with, with but of course, no, then we won't have one with dragon guns and, like, you know, hungry beasts. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, yeah. All right, guys. Well, uh, that's going to do it for our episode because I'm exhausted and Tony's exhausted. And we get up in the morning. And, you know, Manny's here till 9 p.m. tomorrow night, so he'll just sleep right through everything. But, uh, you know, of course, uh, you guys can find a throwdown over there at the Coalition. But uh, why don't you guys tell us where we can find your stuff online?
2: Oh, well, for me, you can just go to Manland E M mm-hmm. A N N L A N D, and uh, you can pretty much find everything uh, connected with me. my web, uh, my web page, my DeviantArt art, and uh, you know whatever else I have on there. Nice, dude. I always post, you know, fun bits of art and s- stupid fan stuff like cause I, you know, <laughs> on there. Just and uh, yeah, you also gave us this book too. You gave us this book full like
1: Metal Gear um, art, which yes, is really it's cool. a
2: solid zero subs uh, subsistence, which is. Uh, a, a redo of a book that I did of Metal Gear artwork a few years ago, and uh, this is I'm actually retiring the book uh, this year, or well this year and part of next year. At New York Comic Con, I'm gonna have it, uh, I'm gonna have it with me at my table at. uh I can't remember the name of the the, the table at the, okay. the just, he'll be waiting. I'll be Anytime. there at New York Comic Con, uh, you know, sharing a table with Car Randolph, my partner in crime, my nice. excellence, uh, the, the, company, the Skybound yeah. Entertainment, and um, yeah, Robert Kirkman's company, and yeah, so I'll have that with me, and then you know, see if I can get a little bit more, a little bit more. Um, New York Comic Con is happening November the 3rd, I think.
0: Yeah, it's so like 13, no, 11 days from now. Yeah, now. it's like October, October. So it's, yeah, like super, it's like super early October, 11, October, 10, 10 close. days from now. Yeah, so yeah super,
2: super close. Should
1: be a fun show. And then, uh, Tony, obviously, we can find you on Twitter at Romudeth. Yeah,
0: Romudeth, R O M U D T H. And if you look at my bio, it's going to have links to all my stuff uh, geek.com, Tom's <laughs> Guy, Coalition. And I'm going to have a review of Contra Road Core sometime this week. And my interview with Nakasato-san. Yeah. So that should be really cool. So check out uh, that stuff.
1: And then, of course, you guys, check out our podcast over there at RetroZap.com. My review of Country Road Corp. should be up sometime this week. You can follow me at Twitter.com slash the DCD to get all the details on that. Notice I, T-H-E-D-C-D. Because you spelled up R U M are yeah
0: r o m u d t h no A no A in
1: there, A, no A in there. See, at least uh, like well, the band megadeth yeah megadeth yeah. Yeah, like that like that all right so yeah um, there we go art um, podcast obviously and twitter obviously and you can also check out my work at mmogames.com svg.com and uh, i'm also doing some stuff for game per over G-A-M-E-P-U-R dot com see I know how to spell I just yeah. can't pronounce where the fuck <laughs> that's what it is so uh thanks you guys for sitting around it's been great Uh mm-hmm. nice little joint session here between of course uh, the Throwdown and Art podcast we'll have to do it again next week maybe I don't know so we'll all be we're always that. collaborating <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah but you, no. you're tired of me it's ridiculous yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah that does it for this episode and uh, like I said watch out for our interviews of gonna See, I said it right you this did, time. You did say it right. And uh, check out our impressions of contrast too But uh, yeah, until next time, that's Emilio Lopez or Manny or Ray or Steve. <laughs> I'm just gonna. I don't know what. To call it. <laughs> See you later, guys. And uh, Tony. All right, guys. Yeah. Peace out. And Robert saying, "Hey, David, you should be up. What the hey. hell, dude? Why are you sleeping? <laughs> Take care, guys." And that was a fun little mini episode there. Again, you could catch the throwdown over there at the coalition and you could catch uh, the previous episodes were recorded with Tony and Emilio in our archive at Retrozap.com. Thanks to them for sitting down and big thanks to Konami and Alex armor and Gabby over there at HK. Uh, they took good care of me at the event. My review will be posted later this week over at adventures taste.com. So you can get all my full thoughts on it. Thank you for joining me here on this episode of our podcast, mini number 30. If you do want to catch more of the their podcast, you can check it out over retro if you want to follow my cohorts, uh, you can follow David at Doug Man. You can follow Candace Shane at Candice likes you on Twitter. And you can follow me on Twitter at The DCD. And you can also check out my work at AdventuresPortaste.com. And also check out my work at MMO Games, GamePort.com, and SVG.com. We'll see you guys next time with our next full episode of ARG Podcast. Until next time, keep it retro.
2: What's up, everyone? I'm Chris from Weekly Games Chat. Along with my co-hosts, Sean and John, we cover the latest video games every Wednesday for your listening pleasure. We also make sure to rant about the latest movies, TV shows, and happenings in the sports world. If you like the show, catch one of our live streams on Twitch, follow us on Twitter, or even take the biggest jump of all and join our community on Discord, all found by simply searching Weekly Games Chat. Until then, I'll simply say Game On!